Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1528 of EO Fire, where I share with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And if you are ready to turn your funnels on fire, I have a free step-by-step course created by me, JLD. Just check it out, funnelonfire.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Michael LaJoranta. Michael, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, John. Locked and loaded. Michael is a digital media authority and the co-founder and CEO of SMARP, an employee advocacy company with 60 employees globally. Recently, he's focused his expertise on growing the international teams in the UK and the US by playing an imperative role in the sales training and recruitment. Michael, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, John, thanks for having me. Super excited. So, um, yeah, my name is Michael. I'm one of the founders of, of Smart. Started this company in 2011, so five years ago and running. Uh, spent the past two years in London, really growing the team there. Nowadays based in, in New York. Really love to be in the, in the United States. Best city in the world. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, <laughs> about myself, uh, really into, into, obviously, employee advocacy uh, engaging employees, empowering employees to participate in the online communications of the companies and clients that we're we're working with. And and personally, I really I'm really into sports. Played a little bit myself, but nowadays more into following. And I really enjoy craft beers, good craft beers too. Yeah, you know that's what happens as we get older, Michael. We start getting less involved <laughs> in the physical aspect, more in the consuming aspect. And by consuming, I mean both sports and beer. So uh, <laughs> that's Definitely. just the natural yeah. progression of life. But Michael, take a second, kind of step back for us, for Fire Nation, and give us mm-hmm. a pretty good breakdown, pretty detailed specifics on what your area of specialty is. As a company, really, we're the, we're the innovators and, and really the original employee advocacy uh, software provider. So the whole concept didn't exist when we actually started the, the company. So what we were really working with from the beginning was actually what's the role of employees on social media? What's in it for them for being more active on social media? And then how does that positively reflect on the entire brand of the, of the company? So we've been doing that all along, and, and, and later on in this interview, we'll get into, into more detail in what actually sparked the, 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 uh, the whole employee advocacy concept and us to, us to create a software around it. But that's really been our, our key, uh, key priority and specialty in, in, in the, uh, throughout the history of our company. All right, so let me break this down, and let me see if you um, agree with how I'm understanding this. So basically... Yeah. Yeah. You're saying, hey, there's employees in a company, they're working for a company, they might be doing jobs X, Y, or Z in different industries. Mm-hmm. How should they be acting on social media? Is this both personal and professional, like their personal Facebook page, how they're interacting professionally on their Facebook, LinkedIn profiles? Like, How does that exactly look? Good question and a, and a great point because nowadays it's pretty much intertwined. So um, there's, it's hard to kind of like separate nowadays your, your personal and, and professional life because like if you're on LinkedIn, you're going to be representing the company that you work for. Same thing perhaps on, on, on Twitter, but um, obviously you're going you're gonna to want to share something every now and then that's more, more about you personally in your, in your own voice. But every now and then, obviously, depending on, on your role and what your goals are on social media, you might want to share something more, more professional or, or work-related, whether it's about the company or about the industry that you're working in or just something that's, that's of interest to you as a professional. So 
Okay, let me break in here for a second. And what I want you to make sure you're getting, Fire Nation, is, listen, if you are a solopreneur or an entrepreneur with a small team, this is really important information because this is going to be how you can communicate and train your team to act on social media. And I'll give an example, you know, personally, and this is real, and I think this is kind of important. I mean, I have my virtual assistants do a lot of posting and commenting on our behalf and their team EO Fire. And to be frank, a couple of my virtual assistants had (laughs) pictures in their profile that I just honestly didn't feel was befitting of Entrepreneur on Fire, the brand. So I reached out to them. I said, listen, we can go one of two ways. You know, you can definitely either keep what you have right now as your personal profile, but I need you to create another profile that you're using when you're posting as EO Fire, or you can just change your actual profile picture, something a little more classy, and then we can go forward and you can continue to use your personal profile. So these are things, Fire Nation, that are going to affect you and your business as you're growing your team. And of course, if you're an employee right now or you're an entrepreneur, this is going to be great information so you can probably shine and your boss will be like, wow, this person actually gets it and we haven't even trained our employees on that and you'll be a step ahead. So on that note, Michael, give us one value bomb. What's one unique tip, tool, or tactic in this area that we're talking about right now, your area of expertise that we don't know as entrepreneurs that we should? Probably for me, the key is that really, regardless if if you're a small team or, or a bigger team or a bigger company already, I think you need to show trust in your employees, trust they're going to do the right thing and let them use their own voice and, and, and share things that they see are, are fitting to the company. Of course, sometimes you might want to have those profile pictures or, or kind of like bios aligned a little bit to show the kind of like brand brand to the external world. But really, I think key is is to trust your your employees. Let's go deeper, Michael. Trust. We know trust. That's important. Everybody knows we need to trust. What's something we don't know? One of the best advice I've ever gotten as an entrepreneur is sometimes people are a little bit, little bit scared of, of talking what they're doing. So like for me, at least as an entrepreneur, uh, never kind of like try to protect your idea from somebody always and always wherever you are, talk about your idea, get some feedback. Don't be afraid if somebody's going to kind of like snatch your idea, if, if there's competitors gonna, are going to copy something. Like always, always talk about your idea and product, no matter at which which stage it is, really. Share your ideas, Fire Nation. That's how they will figuratively and potentially literally catch fire. So, Michael, let's go to move into what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Take us to that day. Tell us that story. I had to give this a little bit of thought. This is a really, really tough one for me because obviously there's a lot of a lot of bad days, a lot of really good days as an entrepreneur. But probably, probably for me today, the worst, worst day, the worst moment was was having to let go one, one a little bit problematic employee right before Christmas. Christmas was obviously closing in. We had made the decision that we're going to have to let this one, one person. What go. were the reasons behind needing to let that person go? This person was working in in business development. This person had already sold sold something, so it was not performance related as much as it was kind of like the cultural fit and also not following the some of the orders that we we had given this person and also just thinking long term some of the tactics and, and, and methods this person was using. I don't I don't feel like they kind of like reflected our values and and the values that we, we want to show. Okay, so Christmas is coming. You know it's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Bring mm-hmm. us to that day. 
invite this person to the meeting room, start the discussion and kind of like, it's almost like, like a regular uh, one-on-one or, or feedback, feedback session and, and, and start talking about the, the things that I liked this person has been doing for our company. Uh, it's still a rather small team, so everybody's pretty pretty close and open. Yeah, about let's everything. be honest; they probably have a suspicion because if you're if yep. you're starting your conversation just lathering yep. them with accolades, they might be like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. One of the reasons it was the worst, probably the worst experience, was that this person was for quite a bit of time pretty oblivious to the fact that I was actually about to let that person oh. go. So when that moment kind of like <laughs> sunk into that person, like the whole expression change and the attitude and it started this vicious cycle of kind of like going from anger to denial to like pleading and Christmas is coming and everything. I'm just like trying to trying to stay professional, trying to just like stick to the facts and, and stay calm, explain it all over and over again. These are the reasons. Took ages and All right, let me break in here for a second. So what kind of reaction did this person have? Probably the first thing was just disbelief and kind of like denial, like this is not happening. Like I I have done some things, uh, I've produced a little bit and things like that. And then, then it just went more into kind of like the ang- anger side and like, you can't do this and uh, can't accept this. And like keeping this like- moving forward right now, Fire Nation, what I really want you to be taking away from this is, listen, we all know the adage of hire slow, fire fast. Like you need mm-hmm. to really make sure when you're hiring somebody, you're hiring them for the right position, for the right fit, for the right cultural fit. Take your time on these things because it is so hard to unwind things once you started. And then, of course, fire fast. Like, you know, you hear those words, the first time you should fire somebody is the first time you think about it. Well, I got news for you, Fire Nation. It's easy to say, impossible to do. You're not going to do it. We've all thought about firing somebody on our team at some point, and none of us have done it on that first impulse because, you know, that's just impulsive. So we don't do that. But the reality is this. You need to be decisive. You need to be slow and then decisive in your hiring process and quick and decisive as possible in that firing process because if Michael just lets this person keep going on and on and on, they would have had some more anger even built up because they would have just continued to invest time, energy, and effort into a company that they were then being let go of. So it's best for everybody involved. Let this person who's not the right fit go on and do something that they maybe are a right fit for because it's obviously not your company. So that's my big takeaway, Michael, from your story. And just one or two sentences, what do you want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from your firing story? I absolutely agree with, with everything you said. I don't think there's ever been anyone who's kind of like, uh, afterwards, after letting somebody go, thinking that, oops, like I, I did that too, too fast. So you're probably never going to regret uh, firing somebody somebody too fast. But also kind of like to, to continue on that and how it went, went for us, kind of like after the initial anger and, and, and kind of like slamming, slamming the door and not feeling so good about it the first couple of days, we then exchanged a couple, couple of emails and, and phone calls. So it's all, all good now. So even, even if you're letting somebody go and they don't take it so well, Try to keep a good relationship with them and, and kind of like help be helpful towards them in, in finding a new position because you know it's it's probably going to come back to you you one day. You never know. So don't have employees for life, but have relationships for life. Yeah, and a solid side note, Fire Nation, that you do need to realize, especially when you're running a real company and these aren't independent contractors anymore, but these are employees potentially whom you've hired full time with salary, maybe with benefits. There's a process you have to go through. You know, you can't just wake up one day and say like, this person's horrible, I'm firing them. There's a process, you need to document things and you need to make sure you're doing it the right way. So make sure if you have an HR team or if you use a company, you know, 
like Zenefits, who's a company that has no affiliation with Fire Nation or EO Fire, but I've heard you know some good things about them. You need to consult them so that they can tell you the laws and the rules and you do things the right way. So, Michael, let's kind of move forward into one of your greatest ideas that you've had today, one of your aha moments. Take us to that day and tell us that story. Really interesting question, too, and, and probably for us it was – uh, was the moment when we were working on our, our previous previous software product and previous software idea. And, and as a kind of like side, side product, we were doing some consulting and supporting the, the companies in, in launching that and really focusing, like I mentioned in the beginning, the, the role of the employees and really looking at what companies are doing on, on LinkedIn, which is probably the most, most professional social media that a lot of, a lot of companies are, are using. Uh, so our first listed, listed company client, uh, was um, already pretty active on LinkedIn. They had 30,000 employees globally and 7,000 already on LinkedIn. So a pretty, pretty solid number for, for not, a, not a super media sexy industry, industry at all. They were doing like heavy machinery and, and, and mining and, and, and things like that. But um, they had 10,000 followers for their LinkedIn company profile and they were more interested in, okay, how can we help them Kind of communicate to that follower base and create interesting, interesting content for them. But then, uh, actually, we learned that those seven thousand employees that they had on LinkedIn have two hundred sixty thousand unique first degree connections, and that really hit us kind of big time. And we realized that okay, so if we can create a software, a product that actually helps that company communicate with their own employees, and then those employees share that knowledge. Uh, forward to their their followers and their their connections and their friends, the company is actually going to reach what twenty six times more people than through just like sharing content as a company on LinkedIn. So so that really kind of like hit us and and through our consulting work and the previous product, like we re- realized and knew all the benefits that that exist and are there for the for the individuals for being more active on on social media whether they're in sales or marketing or recruiting so so really kind of like felt like we identified this this potential for a huge win-win solution for for organizations for communicating both both internally and externally one of the crazy things, Fire Nation, is that there are things right now in our businesses, I'm talking about mine, Michael's, yours, that are working, and that are working really well, and guess what? We don't even know, because we just haven't done the research. We haven't sat down and really fleshed things out. Leverage and scale are two incredible words that we need to be focused on when we're growing our business, especially if it's an online business. So take a step back, look at your business and find areas that are currently working right now and then say, how can I amplify these areas? What can I do to amplify, to pour some igniter fluid on this? And Michael saw those contacts and LinkedIn, those uniques and all of that. He said, wow, we can kind of douse this with some igniter fluid and we can just kind of watch this baby burn. And that is huge, (laughs) Fire Nation, because again, we all have these opportunities in our business, whether we know it or not. And the sad thing is a lot of us don't. So Michael, that's my big takeaway. Again, in just a sentence or two, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? As you mentioned, like you need to do some research and don't just be kind of like happy what you're what you're doing right now. Always think about ways. Actually, how can I how can I really make this this bigger? And then throughout our existence too, we kind of like faded out the previous product that we had. So so we had to really make a make a tough call if we want to continue doing what we were doing before, or if we actually want to 
go all in with this new kind of like finding and and the aha moment that we that we had and we took the risk and, and it really took off and we've been growing growing really fast ever since so so sometimes you you need to make the, the hard decision and do a pivot but but it might pay off big time if, if you're moving from to a more kind of like scalable business model Fire Nation, here's the challenge. Step back from the day-to-day stuff that's just drowning you, the emails and the meetings and this and that. Not forever, just for five minutes, and try to look at the overview of your business and maybe spot some ideas and some trends that you can do a little deeper dive into these areas like where Michael just shared his aha moment came from. Now, Michael, what is the one thing today that you are most excited about in this world? Yeah, we've been kind of discussing it already a little bit. I think for me, it is companies really showing trust in their employees, kind of like moving away from, hey, let's let's not allow our employees social media, but actually turning it upside down and thinking, how can we involve, how can we engage our own employees uh, on social media? How can we get them uh, get them to share and encourage them to participate, whether it's collaborating on, on some internal communications or external communications and really making them uh, understand the company's values a little more, more really feeling, feeling kind of like more, uh, more engaged to the company and part of, part of something, something bigger. So really showing, showing trust in their employees and thinking of ways of, of getting them involved in the strategy instead of just keeping it keeping to themselves or keeping it to just PR or, or the marketing department. Well, Fire Nation, we're not just going to get engaged to the lightning rounds. We are going to marry the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. <laughs> we're going to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, my three greatest strengths are productivity, discipline, and focus. And it took me four years to master these skills. And they are the reason that I've been able to build EO Fire into a multi-million dollar a year business. Good news, I've created a step-by-step guide for you to master these three skills as well in 100 days. It's called The Mastery Journal. Master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. To learn more and begin your journey of mastering these skills, visit themasteryjournal.com. So many people are focused on increasing their website traffic, and the problem with the strategy is that the result is usually more unqualified leads landing on your site, otherwise known as wasted traffic. What if you could instead convert more of your current traffic into leads? How can you accomplish this? Simple. Fireup.co. Fireup.co is what we use at EO Fire to turn our website traffic into leads and email subscribers. The best part, it is free. Learn more at fireup.co. Michael, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I hope so. No, I know so. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing really. Uh, we really we, we founded the company straight out of out of university. Uh, I don't have any kids or anything like that, so kind of like now was the chance for me to try it out. Like like I often hear people say, yeah, but I had this and that and that. But kind of like there's always probably might be a more opportune or a better moment to start your company. But if you never never really give it a go, then then you're never going to figure out if you, if you have it or not. So like for me, I don't think there's anything holding, holding me back really. There's always going to be reasons not to do something, Fire Nation. Michael, what's the best advice you've ever received? You should always, as an entrepreneur, 
try to surround yourself with smarter people than than what you are yourself. So don't don't be afraid that okay, if, if I'm in charge of marketing, for example, I'm going to hire a better marketing guy. Like, what's what's going to happen to me? Like, it's it's really hard to be successful as an entrepreneur as a small team. So really, everybody you hire needs to be exceptional and be able to kind of like carry their team and 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 really be be the best at what they're what they're doing. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I'm really diligent. I feel like we complement each other pretty nicely, the founders of the company. And my role is kind of like just being 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 the diligent one. If we get like some security or compliance related questionnaires or something, I really, really want to make sure that we're covering all bases and, and, and really just not leaving anything kind of like halfway, halfway done. So I'm really, really diligent. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? It's a startup digest. Uh, it's kind of like compiles, compiles nice, nice articles. I think it's curated by by TechStars or owned by TechStars. So, so there's articles on on getting funding, articles on like what are the most important metrics if you're a software as a service company, things like that. And it's kind of like comes to your inbox every week or every whenever you want it. So, so that's good. And then another one is is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's YouTube channel. He's a pretty pretty funny guy. Really aggressive, strong opinion. So he's kind of like a, like a good, good person to follow. And, and he's kind of like reminding that, that entrepreneurship is not necessarily for, for everybody. So if you think you have what it takes, like have a, have a look at some of his videos and get, get fired up really. It is like Christmas morning when a new daily V comes out. Like I, I literally wish it actually was daily. Unfortunately, they do like one a week, but when it comes out, I mean, I just love that. And side note, Fire Nation, Back in November, the Freedom Journal was featured in Gary Vaynerchuk's newsletter, which was awesome. So, Michael, I want to ask you for one book that you'd recommend and why. The Hard Thing About Hard Things, I think it's by Ben Horowitz, and it's just a really good book about managing a startup, and we've been discussing some of the like really hard decisions and, and the hard things you need to make and, and, and make calls on when you're, when you're a manager at a, at a small startup, so... So really, that's a that's a good book to read if you want to learn. Have you read Chaos Monkeys? I'm not familiar with that one, but that's probably something you I need, need to, to check need it to out. Now. It was yeah. a great about a startup that got acquired by Facebook and just all the things that happened in between. So the hard things about hard things and Chaos Monkeys, Fire Nation, check it out. So Michael, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say bye bye. Best way to connect with me is probably. Follow me on Twitter at M-L-A-U-H-A and, and of course our company at BSMARP. And there you get a lot you're gonna get a lot of good tips about employee advocacy, employee engagement, how to really really uh, involve your employees in, in communications and making sure that your employees stay stay informed of, of everything that's going on both internally and externally. And what's that parting piece of guidance? Surround yourself with smart people. Fire people, don't hesitate to make the, make the correct call, even if it's a tough decision, and uh, really share your ideas all the time to everybody. Don't be afraid. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with ML and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Michael in the search bar. That's M-I-K-A-E-L. And his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation, timestamps, links galore. 
And Michael, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me. Take care. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Michael today. And if you are ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.